This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KNC Masterpiece right here on 105 Through the Fan. We are live at Radio Row hoping to talk with Mike Golick Sr. in just a few minutes. But in the meantime, we were gifted something amazing earlier this week. I love gifts. It's the Westgate Superbook Super Bowl Bet Sheet. Let's do it. It is... 18 pages long, front and back, and kind of like Rachel's letter, is it's amazing. But I also have alternate point spreads. You're welcome. I'm so proud. Thank You're you, welcome. Man. Thank you. Also, I have alternate point spreads for the game. And okay. I want to see if any of these catch your ear and see how much money you can make them on. All right. Who do you think is going to win? I th- I would, if I had to bet, I would bet San Francisco. Okay. If Mahomes has the ball last, I'm betting Chiefs. Okay. So, but both of y'all are envisioning a close game. Mm-hmm. You might not love these alternate point spreads because you really got to get bold in these. Like, for example, if you think the Chiefs will win by more than three and a half, two to one on your money. Okay. If you think the Chiefs will win by more than seven and a half, three and a half to one. On your money. Two to one means I have to bet $50 to win $100? Correct. Okay. $100 in profit. Okay. Um, I I would be okay. That one actually I could do. I could feel comfortable with that. And just by comparison, you have to go San Francisco by minus seven and a half to almost get that gotcha. same number. Yeah. And so I think that's an intriguing bet right there. Like if you believe the Chiefs are going to win, three and a half points you give away to the 49ers. Two to one on your money. So that, that was one that like really stuck out to me straight away. However, for the blowout crowd, if you think the 49ers can win this game, by more than 21 and a half points, 11 to 1 on your money. If you think no. the Chiefs can win this game by more than 21 and a half points, 14 to 1 on your money. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. It's just, that's a big number, man. That's There's a, very a reason big they number. give you that odds. Yes. I mean, they know that, you know, as they say, I stayed in District 3 while we were here. You guys stayed in District 2. The Hunger Games. Yes. The odds. Are ever in my favor. Yeah, but they're in the book's favor there. Is it three fingers? I don't know, man. I don't know. I think it's one finger. I didn't read the books. (laughs) It's not one finger. All right. Mike, you've been talking about this for the last couple weeks. You Uh, see the potential for a low-scoring game. I do. When you talk about how good uh, Kansas City's defense is, you talk about San Francisco usually, not all the time, but usually methodically moves the ball down the field. They kind of beat you up. They – you can see both of these teams, if they score, they could be going on five-plus-minute drives, like more like a seven-minute drive. Yeah. Well, even if you score a touchdown and you eat up half a quarter, that's tough to get to, like, a big number. That being said, uh, we knew that last year 
both teams had pretty good defenses. They didn't have great defenses, and that game got way up scoring-wise. So, But if I had to bet over-under, I would lean under. What What would you set the over-under at? Like I know 47. Okay, you're going to have to go a lot lower to make money, but if you think this is going to be like a very low-scoring game, so under of 35-and-a-half, more than 4-to-1 on your money. So if you think like... This is a 17-14 game, or this I'll is a 20-14 game. When you talk about all these little numbers, I wonder what the over-under is after three quarters because I could see where the fourth quarter there was like 17 points scored total yeah, in yeah. the fourth quarter, but I could also see the game going into the fourth quarter, something like 13-10 to 10 going into the fourth quarter, and then That's 17 the points are scored or something like that. Okay, Let's say you think it's a straight-up shootout, though. This is another interesting one to me. Let's say you think it's going to be, you know, 42 to 35 or something like that. If you want to go over 63 and a half, 6 to 1 on your money. So everybody gets caught up in the prop bets, and we can go through that in just a, a second. Really good, that's a really but fun if number. But if you think this is going to be a shootout, 6 to 1 on your money. Can I ask you a question here? Yes, when you it don't com- have to raise your hand. When it either. comes to, yeah, it's part of the, man, you know what you I'm saying? So dumb. Kevin, when it comes to hedging, how would I hedge? Because I like that. I think that's you put fun. a tattoo on your. No, butt. I'm not putting a tattoo. When it comes, that's Austin hedges. When it comes, I want to. I like that bet. It's fun, but if I want to bet another lower one, how would I balance that out to where I still win? The tough thing is usually not always, but usually in hedging your bet, you already have an invested stake. Okay. So in, in that case. You probably I can't put two bets down that'll kind of you can, but I can't give you a guaranteed system that it'll make profit. Now, if what you, I want to do there, because what I want to do there, Kevin, is I, I would want to win big on that one. And then whatever other one balances out there where I get my money back. At see, least. And, and usually the case for that is when you have like, are you trying to cash your Kansas City Super Bowl ticket that you've had all year? That's usually where you would hedge by betting on the 49ers to a certain degree. So if you're just looking to hedge in this, it's tough when you go into the game with, like, no okay. vested interest. Gotcha. That is right. significantly more to make, difficult. I, I, okay, I see where you're heading. Which Las Vegas landmark do you believe will be shown first? Mm. The Eiffel Tower. Uh, That's fourth on the list. Four to one on your money. Um, The Sphere. It'll the sphere, oh, that's it. The sphere that's is it. the favorite. Yeah, I just know I know how TV producers work, bro. Actually, they might have oh. a little they might have a little mini pack on uh, on the sphere. So maybe it would be something that's just more classic. That's an interesting What's the most name. Classic it feels thing? like we're leaving out a letter or adding in a letter. What? Because you think it's like S P E A R or something like the, that? Say the say what the is sphere? it? Sphere? Yeah. That <laughs> that sounds like a little bit of a made up word. <laughs> It is a real word. All I'm not words saying you're are saying made it. Up. You're saying it <laughs> correctly. Word yeah, every word is made but when made you up. say that word, I'm like, are you leaving out a letter? or Are you adding one in? <laughs> That's a great question. But what do you think is the most iconic? It's the it's the Tropicana, right? Well, something I think you should consider. The Lady of uh, Liberty. I no, they're not going to show. Well, is that, the, is that up to scale? The no, one that's here? That, are you asking if the Vegas Statue of Liberty is the same size as the actual Statue of Liberty? I'm, yeah, no, it is. It is. They'll not. show the stadium. Okay. Merce, what yeah, is does that, oh, called? man, that's a good. Does Allegiant. That yeah. You've seen it like 80 times this I week. I don't remember. The Roomba. You know, I still call Jacobs Field Jacobs Field. It's not Jacobs Field anymore. It's Guardian. <laughs> it's Progressive Stadium. It's Guardians Galaxy. Show, <laughs> Showgirls. 
being the first thing they show, not the movie. The oh, you a bad boy. The first thing they show at halftime. At the first landmark they show in the game, twelve to one. If oh, you want to take man. a chance on what if girls. I would have paid money? Showgirl. I know you're saying showgirls. All the girls that just wear pasties over there. <laughs> if I would have been like, I will pay. And I get pictures of you just standing next to a girl just having pasties on. And then he sent him to Jess like, Vegas is great. Oh, my God. Why? Jess is such a nice lady. What Why about, would I do that? What if I would have done that to Sue? Like, oh, I would have been I, in trouble. That, that, uh, yes, I would have been in so on like, that. like, what are you doing here? What are, does the Las Vegas sign that, that, like, that you see as you come into Las Vegas? Is that That's like, two to one. That's the, okay. second, that's the second bet. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Which will be higher, Mike? <laughs> no, he's. I'm telling you, he is he's high totally on life, sober. He's high yeah. On life. yeah, man, this is great. This is giving me great insight into when you looked at the coral at Derek Holland's house for an hour. That you didn't need to be high. You're just, just like, this is neat. This is beautiful. Mike, bro. Which will be higher? Total first half points in this Super Bowl, or total points by Jimmy Butler against the Celtics? Oh my gosh, I hate these things. <laughs> oh, well, like, I would never. This. I just would never bet on these things. I would. You know? I love this. Uh, I'm gonna go Jimmy Butler. I think he's out for he's out for blood in this one. Okay. What is the bet again? Whose points? San Francisco's points mm-hmm. no. versus Jimmy Butler's <laughs> points. <Yeah>. Total. <laughs> When Jimmy Butler plays first against San Francisco. Total first half points in the football game. I hate you guys. Is uh-huh. this one, can we call it the Super Bowl? Yes. Okay. This is not an just, advertisement. You can call it just the Super for Bowl. Safety, All right, the so Super Bowl points versus Jimmy Butler points. Total first half Super Bowl points. Did Kevin say advertisement? Versus Jimmy Butler. It's advertisement, bro. I hate you guys. <laughs> All right. I'll bet on the Super Bowl. Oh, man. Big game. Oh, I almost worn sapped it right there. All right. <laughs> What's that Wait, mean? Which one would you bet on, the Super Bowl or Jimmy Butler? I just Shut said up. Jimmy Butler, Mike. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you made this one. Is Jimmy Butler going to dress as a girl in that game? I don't know if you're allowed to say that either. A person? Is, Emo. I would hope that this one couldn't fail. Heads or tails? Which one are you guys picking? Heads. 877-881-1053-truckwreck.com. Is there a thing for heads? Heads always, tails never fails. Heads never, I don't know what rhymes with heads. Heads never dread. That doesn't make any sense for flipping a coin. It makes a lot of sense if you're trying to rhyme. You don't dread when you flip it. No no dread at heads? I don't know why I got sucked into this conversation oh, i hate myself tail dude tails has won it looks like tails has won the most look at this look at all the tails on this yeah i think tails they is the must best wait the go. coin for tails yeah the last actually in the last five years kevin three to two tails that is not like a commanding advantage. Okay, in the, since 2014. And wouldn't you think heads would win to even since, it yeah. out? Since 2014, tails is, or heads has only won three times. So oh, that's okay. that's commanding okay. lead right there, right? Oh man, heads won from 2009 to 2013. That is insane. All right, there's an easy way to solve this. <laughs> Just throw a coin. It's heads. There it is. It's heads. Heads it is. Hold on. Does that mean you're picking heads, or does uh, that mean you yeah. should pick tails? Because it'll be even out. All right. How many That's rushing? That's not the way it works. It's 50% every time. How many rushing yards do you think Debo true. Samuel will have in the Super Bowl? Rushing yards? Yeah. 24 might be too high. Okay. Here's the bet. 36. Which, which will be higher? Debo Samuel's total rushing yards in the Super Bowl 
or the total number of DUIs issued by the Las Vegas Police Department that day? DUIs. I think. I well, think, that night after the game. No, I, th- I still think it's going to be people don't drive yeah, here. People don't drive here, bro. They're all, everybody's yeah. getting taxis. Everybody's, yeah. everybody's getting yeah. Ubers. Everybody's getting limos like us. So Debo. I think that I'm going to go with Debo's rushing yards. Okay. That's my bet. I like it. Let's go to Vegas and do this. We are here, but we're out of time. <laughs> we can't go bet. We're out of time. Like, we have to go to the airport after the show. What will be the first song? <laughs> I can does, do this. I'm, I'm first, gonna, for, what, okay, what will be the first what song? What will be the first song? Usher? Usher. Let Usher it burn. Sings. No, it'll be yeah. Party in the USA. Yeah! <laughs> No, not that, yeah. <laughs> Dang it. Not that, yeah. Alex, uh, you already know how close I am to swearing. Purple Rain. Yeah, so I think it's going to be, yeah. Purple Rain? Why would that be, why would he do that? Because they have a print show here. Yeah. Beat it. Yeah is fourth on the list. Really? My way. Okay. Is the leader, however. OMG, OMG, I was just about to say. was 8-1. to one. It has shifted down to 1.5-1. to one. That's I, wait. I feel like people How know. does OMG go? Let Kevin do it. So hold on. I don't know. So what you're saying, Kevin, you're saying that in Las Vegas, where the performance is going to be, the lines shifted from 8-1 to one to 1.5-1 oh, yeah. so quickly yep. because nobody could have possibly been in there for that bit. Oh. There's no way, dude. I don't even know what OMG song is. I'm sure Alec has, Alec can pull it up and play it for you if you want. All right, Mike, long. this one's just for you. Will Usher expose a nipple on stage? No. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I mean, does. didn't uh, the dude Zach Levine? Or well, he took his whole, whole Adam, shirt off. Adam Levine. <laughs> Didn't he do it? <laughs> didn't because I think my wife was slobbering when that happened with her sister. What? Are you serious? God, oh, thought that was see. sex machine number one. <laughs> no, stepped onto the <laughs> you stage. No, we're on air. Right this is fascinating. Now, right? I think Mike. Well, I was really... like, I don't think I can do this. I don't think if when Brittany twenty years ago went on stage, I was like, oh man, look at the drool coming out of my mouth. I don't think my wife though and her sister are like, oh, uh, Adam Levine. Oh man, look at those tats. He's got a really good point on this though. She's not doing that if it's just her and Mike watching. But once there's another woman, they, they become crazy. They're just like, oh, my gosh, and they can't stop talking about hot guys. That's it. When you get two women in a room together, yeah. that starts to happen. Some really big but if generalizations it's just, if, happening. If it's right just here. me and Adrian and the kids, she's like, not saying anything yeah, about like, that. The next time we do something, she's not going to see me. Yeah. She's going to see Adam and his yeah. tats. You get a lot of tats. Pretend you're Adam. <laughs> I don't want to pretend I'm Adam. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. What has happened? Who would you want to be pretending? <laughs> I don't know. You know? He, to go he wants him. to be Trevor Lawrence. He's like, hey, so I have to go pretend get I'm Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> I wear a wig. <laughs> a long wig. He's like, I just intercepted your pass. Oh, my God. <laughs> would I have to go get a Sharpie and make tats all over me like Adam? There's still a lot of people here. This has to be the worst show on Radio Row right now. It name, has, name it a has show. to be. Any show. <laughs> I'll take that over this one right now. Who do you really? think Jess would slobber over if they were doing the halftime show? Michael Greg, B. Jordan. Greg Ostertag. Oh, yeah, maybe that too. <laughs> I, can, I can make that happen. <laughs> no, thanks, Mike. He's, he's referee in high school. And, and I, don't, I don't think you can make that happen either. Why not? I can't make her drool, but I can get Greg. <laughs> Where's my phone going? 
We're the KNC Matt. See, Gronk would love this show. I know we didn't just pull him he over. Would. Like, this, this would have been his fun. favorite segment of all time. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, I guess, it's time for Gridiron Gravy, where Lamar Jackson enters elite company, kind of, or whatever else Mike feels like talking about next right here on The Fan. Justice Hill in the backfield. Jackson trying to escape and run for it, and he's got it more. Lamar Jackson down the sideline. Will they give it to him? They will. Touchdown, Baltimore. KNC Masterpiece back here on... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 105.3 The Fan. We're live at Radio Row in Las Vegas, courtesy of the Low T Center. Also want to give a shout-out to Best Buy Windows and Siding for helping make this happen. And right now, it's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some gridiron gravy. Dip. Yeah! Here we go! <laughs> what That's what I say because we're Alan? the Cowboys home station uh-huh. and we lose all the time. Dak says that in the playoffs. <sighs> I have no idea who you're talking I'm to. I'm talking to El Paso. Okay. Yeah! All, right. all right. Let's talk about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, almost unanimous, 49 of the 50 votes. The other one went to first place votes. Josh Allen. Josh I Allen. I read the article. Sorry. Dak Prescott. Did finish second yes. in the MVP voting. We though. have the second best quarterback in the NFL. Yes. Isn't yes, that great? Next year. Regular season. As long There's as, no doubt about his regular yeah. season. He's pretty good. Yeah. As long as you play average in bad teams, you'll rack up 330 yards and four touchdowns a game. It's just unfortunate that there's usually 10 to 12 teams that are as good or better than the Cowboys, and then he just farts on those games. In the history of the NFL, how many time, How many players have won multiple MVPs? Seven. Peyton Manning has five. Brett Favre has a lot. Aaron Rodgers has multiple. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Eight. Okay. There might be more because now Six. Patrick Mahomes. It's 11. 11. Yeah, All right, How many Jackson? can you name? Mahomes. Lamar Jackson. Correct. Aaron Rodgers. Correct. That's the last, the last six Manning. MVPs. Correct. Correct. Brett Favre. Correct. Did Joe Montana win multiple ones? Correct. Um, Barry Sanders? Incorrect. Uh, you, I Bart Starr. Incorrect. When did they start getting? When did they start MVP. doing MVPs? Uh, was it? Are you talking about like Super Bowl the, era? No, no. It was in the Jim Brown. 60s. Jim Brown is correct. Uh, 
Johnny Unitas. Correct. Whoa. How many more do we need? I think. Walter Payton never get an MVP? Two oh. more. Well, there's a kicker who Oh, you need three more. In okay. 83. Um, how many more of these are quarterbacks versus, versus other positions? Two. Mm, so two more quarterbacks. Oh, we, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. We, did we say Tom Brady? No, already? I don't think we did. Correct. Nice. Um, uh, I don't think Terry Bradshaw didn't put up awesome stats. Nope. No. And they're both quarterbacks that are left? Two quarterbacks that are left? One quarterback, two, one Two quarterbacks player. left. Barry? Did he ever get an MVP? Barry's not a quarterback. Okay. Um, Steve Young. Correct. Wow. John Elway? Incorrect. Dan Marino. Did you guys already say Kurt Warner? No. Yeah. I John, didn't say him. Johnny Unitas. <laughs> I did say Johnny Unitas. Okay, he said then, Johnny Unitas. Then yeah. it was Kurt Warner. No, I never said Kurt Warner, Kevin, if I'm going to be honest. So, Peyton, Aaron Rodgers, Johnny Unitas, Brett Favre, Jim Brown, Tom Brady, Steve Young, Kurt Warner, Joe Montana, Patrick Mahomes. They all also have at least one championship. Now, I realize Jim Brown's was before the Super Bowl era, but the point is they all have at least one one championship lamar jackson is on this list of 11 but he is now the only player on this list without a champion he's got mahomes if the trend stays the same it will be aaron Rodgers next year because think about this from 2018 to 2023 it went mahomes jackson rogers then they went opposite rogers mahomes jackson so that means aaron Rodgers needs to win the next one if it stays the same for the last six years. I just I don't see Kevin like I don't know if Lamar will have another MVP season. All I right? think what's tough now is they don't want to vote for him. Yeah, because he didn't win. In fact, that's going to be impo- to me. It's going to be impossible for Dak next year because I think everybody regrets voting him as high as they did. The 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 thing is, he could get a championship. I just because Mahomes is there, it's going to be too difficult for him to accomplish that task along the way. Unless, I mean. I think that Baltimore might have to change some of their approach. They done really. They build good teams. They're good football teams. Uh, they're in that conversation. But to be to go championship level, he's going to need a little more help there. And so the interesting thing about this is Lamar Jackson is now also the youngest player ever to win multiple MVPs. I saw slightly beaten out Mahomes. I don't think he had changed his name yet, but Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the only other player in sports history to be the College Player of the Year. Slash Heisman yeah. Trophy winner and win two MVPs by the age 27. No other athlete besides Lamar Jackson and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar have accomplished that feat. And you want to say there's plenty of time, right? But time runs out real fast. I mean, there is theoretically plenty of time, but this this felt like the time. Like, this felt like the Super Bowl they needed to be at. Lamar? Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I think that going forward, I think if you're a voter, he can't win it next I, year. I, I, like, I, he'd, I, he'd have to just do... 1,500 yards uh, rushing with, with 5,000 yards because people are just going to look at it and go, he already has two. And he, he has to win a Super Bowl yeah. to get back into the conversation. Yeah, and it's like he didn't prove in the in the playoffs that he's a the guy. Can I ask, can I ask a question here? Sure. Do, do you think it's reverse for Dak that he has to win one to ever really truly be to, to get over the top and win it? He has to win a, a a championship or more in the be better in the playoffs for I, a few I, years. Yeah, I, I think that as well. Because I mean, he was second and they flamed hey, out in the playoffs. We're here. Everybody feels the same way. I'm not talking about media, but yes, media. The former players that we've interviewed, they all feel the same way about Dak. 
his story is written. I know Dak says he has the pen, and there is more to his story. He's going to get about a five-year, $300 million extension here gotta in the next month. Got to finish the story. He's got to finish the story. But everybody feels like his story is written and over with. Everybody knows who he is. He's a above-average quarterback who will lose against above-average teams, and especially that's, that, in the playoffs. And that's why I really, I really legitimate. He could have a phenomenal regular season, and I feel like people, voters will still be like, hmm. And so I think a championship would change that so that he could get it. But that's a tough thing to accomplish. To me, if I was voting, which I don't. I know it's a regular season thing. Yeah. Cowboys would have to have the best record in football. So they'd have to have the one seed and, like, 1-1, one, one, as in even better than all the AFC teams. And he would have to lead the league in passing and touchdowns for me to vote for him for MVP. Okay. That's, that's Interesting. Now, everything didn't go chalk yesterday. There was a few upsets at the NFL Awards this one was interesting. Did you see the Kevin Stefanski, how he won Coach yes, of the Year? by one point. That was actually a tie. So him and D'Amico Ryans, who would have been my selection, they tied for the most points. However, the tiebreaker went to Stefanski, who had more first-place votes. Was it yes, one more first-place yes. vote? So it's crazy because Nuts. of the point system. They had exactly the same, but yeah. So Stefanski wins Coach of the Year. D'Amico Ryans finishes second. D'Amico Ryan, I'm sorry, D'Amico Ryans. I know you might be bringing up C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson all in the same conversation. Yep. And that's where you kind of look at that, and it's just like dumb. Like Stefanski, good job winning with Joe Flacco and everything, especially all the chaos you had to deal with. But I'm, I'm kind of with a lot of people on D'Amico Ryans and that young group just as much of a, a hill to climb. Now, I want to talk about, especially the- since they – Thump them in the playoffs, too. <laughs> Those rookie of the year votes. C.J. Stroud won. Not surprising for offense. On defense. But Puka did have a great year. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I knew that C.J. would win because of his position, but there was a, a viable offensive sure. candidate yeah. to compete And in him. most years, he would be yeah. a hell of a selection. A little bit of an upset as Will Anderson wins defensive rookie of the year over Carter. Check, not you, Carter. Check this out. <laughs> At the beginning of the year, somebody placed a $5 five-leg parlay on NFL award winners. They picked Lamar Jackson to win MVP. At the time, 15 to 1. CJ Stroud to win offensive rookie of the year, 7 to 1. Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year, 7 to 1. Christian McCaffrey, offensive player of the year. 18 to 1. And he stopped betting and he won a lot of money. And he also made his selection for defensive rookie of the year. Jalen Carter. This would have cashed out at $681,000. His selection was the betting favorite, Jalen Carter. Mm, Poor guy. Now he did sell. What happens when you gamble? That's true. You You lose lose sometimes. Well, tell me if you think this is still a win. I lost like 60 bucks here. Oh, you were up the other day. Yeah. It happened real fast to him. Craps. Wager Wire bought 20% of his ticket for $25,000. Yes. Dope. So do you view that as a win That's or a are you like, I was this How much close. Did you buy the ticket for? $5. That's a win. But Mhm. Huge but you talk about this with the Tom Brady card all That's the time. A you made a you made a lot of money. He was this close to getting eighty percent of six hundred eighty thousand. I bought a card for a hundred bucks after Brady won his first Super Bowl. Sold it for two thousand dollars in two thousand fourteen, 
it got up to it's below 150 it's below $100,000 now but in the skyrocketing market when he won the Super Bowl for Tampa Bay that was a six figure card but kevin you say he was this close to winning a billion dollars $544,000 yeah, the uh, but the, but he was also that close to not having anything losing $5 true, true. Uh, which is even worse so is winning that? winning twenty five or earning twenty five thousand dollars off that bet really really good man. Ceedee Lamb finished third for offensive player of the year behind McCaffrey one. Then it was Tyreek Hill. Then Ceedee Lamb, Lamar Jackson, and Dak Prescott. Miles, uh, excuse me, Micah Parsons third for defensive player of the year. That's the lowest he's finished. If, Obviously, he finished second the last two years. If I had to give you a betting odd in Westgate, not for next year, but for career, it's only three years into his career. If you now had to have a bet and it was an even odds, Micah Parsons wins a defensive player of the year award in his career or doesn't win defensive player of the year award I, in his I career? I say wins. Yeah, I would probably lean towards wins one. He still has the ability. Some of these guys will have down years when he has an up year. Uh, so yeah, I think he has a. He's a. Now that being said, there's always a new group, a new crop coming in, sure, uh, to take over. But a lot of the guys that are kind of been taking it from him have been in the league for a few years and had their chances, and they didn't quite get it yet. That those years either. By the way, Joe Flacco won comeback player of the year over Demar Hamlin, despite Demar Hamlin having eight more first place votes. Wow. So I thought that was but interesting. Couldn't a Baker of Mayfield like? Couldn't he have had one comeback player of the yes. year for being very bad at football yes. one year and then I being good? I believe he was third, followed by Matthew Stafford and Tua. There you go. So there you go. Indeed, Rasheed Rice. He's okay. He was listed as not participating yesterday in practice or limited. He got his foot stepped on. Andy Reid said he's all right. They were just going to take a day just to be cautious. Oh, in practice? He got yeah, his foot yeah, yeah, yeah. Wednesday in practice, he got his foot stuck on, stepped on. So he didn't practice yesterday, but Andy Reid's like, no, don't worry. Everything's saying that this is San Francisco Super Bowl. <laughs> Are you changing your own mind? No, I, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to stick with San Francisco – 27 20 okay that'll be my bet did Except you I'm not betting did you see what woody johnson said about well it felt like it was about zach wilson Mm-mm. he said great quarterback we're no. just not gonna play him next year he talked about having depth behind aaron Rodgers because he said we need a backup quarterback we didn't have one last year <sighs> i have a lot yeah. of zach wilson cards do you believe in them well, I mean, they got Aaron Rodgers for no. a reason, right? Yes. And and so they went into the season. They were like, "Look, Aaron Rodgers is going to play all the games, like Pippen. Whoops. You know, like the, that's that's just the way that it's going to be." <laughs> and unfortunately, it turned out that way. They didn't think that Zach Wilson was going to have to play at all. So they went into that season thinking Aaron Rodgers is going to be our quarterback. He traditionally makes most of the year. Like that's he's a healthy quarterback for the most part. We're going to be just fine. And this is going to be a great opportunity for Zach Wilson to learn and grow under him and see how a real pro does it. So I understand that. I don't think that's a shot at Zach Wilson, although Zach Wilson was not a formidable backup. So that, that, is, that is a shot in the same way. Did you know that there are three people who have been to every Super Bowl ever? And they are all back at this Super Bowl. How old are they? Uh, 78? One's God. I mean, well... Uh, that is not a person. He's seen all of them. Is 
I don't know how old they are, but they've got to be. You'd say 20 years old would be like when they, they went to the first one? They've got to be pushing 80, yeah, at least. Because I can't imagine you went to it at 10 years old and at 11 and 12 and 13 you kept going back. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're in a rich family and somehow your family has a stake in the NFL, but I would just assume these are guys that were right around 20 years old when the first Super Bowl Yeah, happened. I'm going to look that Rudy? up. No, they're just people. Oh, just regular people? Yeah, because... Uh, the groundskeeper money. who had done the first 57, he said he's not, or been involved. He said he's not going to be there. The one that painted chefs? On the... <laughs> no, that was a commercial. And oh. then Norma Hunt, the wife of Lamar Hunt, had been to all of them, but wow. she passed away last summer. All right, let's go from that to, did you see the news about Zay Flowers being investigated now for domestic assault? Yes. Yeah, always terrible. Can't uh, can't escape that. Yeah, yeah, it's it happens. We see it. We see it too much, uh, and we see it a lot with just the violent sports guys. We see it a lot with uh, with even other stuff that's not violent sports guys. In so society, we see it a lot. Yeah, like because I mean, we even talk about it. Baseball. That's not a violent sport. Whenever people talk about it with football players, that's the first topic that comes with up. Baseball players is that those too. guys. Yeah, I mean, we see this all the time. That it is a, a combination of. <clears throat> How you're raised, we environment, get, where you are in life. There's a lot of things yeah. that fall into that. I think what's tough is we get to live in a different world than 99.9% of humans. We get to swear and cuss at our bosses. We get to throw punches at our employees. Like, we get to do, like, all of those things is, is fine. Like, if I didn't like what you said and we fought, that's normal on a baseball team mm. or on a football team. If I didn't like what Tim Collins had to say and I got in his face and started cussing at him, that's normal. The person refereeing the game or calling the game, umping the game, we can obviously not spit in their face, right. but we can call them a whole bunch of horrible names. Like you can, you can completely and totally lose it with your bosses, with your employees you're working with, with the people that are the refing of the, the sport you're doing, and then you're like, don't do any of that in real life. And I think sometimes... I have no clue if Zay Flowers is innocent or guilty. I'm just using him as an example. Yeah. Is like sometimes we forget the line that we are now not in our environment, that we're we're in that environment for most of the day. Now we got Michael Irvin coming up in just a few minutes, so I want to talk more about this with him. But Hall of Fame class, as we feared yesterday, no Darren Woodson. Interestingly, it was, it was Dwight Freeney. Devin Hester, who clearly, as we talked about during the show yesterday, seems to be the most polarizing selection. I wasn't a crazy about Dwight Freeney in his career. I never thought I was okay. watching a Hall of Famer. I knew he was very good. Don't get me wrong. I just never thought I was watching a Hall of Famer. But he is. I did, so but he was matter. in Indianapolis, and, there, and it was always boring. And he was always overcovered by Peyton Manning yeah. up there. But I, I see what you're saying. But I, I always thought he was really good. Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers for sure patrick willis who i think people forget because he had such a short career what a freaking monster he was and then uh one of the selections for the senior committee was steve mongo mcmichael and we talked about his als and everything like that but still really cool that he made the cut we got about three to five minutes behind with Irvin, so we got some time to, to work some stuff out but we got we got a lot of work to do there man we got we can rock some stuff okay we're the knc masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan coming up next we can do some more prop bets if you like plus then we will talk with dallas 
cowboy icon, Michael Irvin, right here on 105.3 The Fan. KNC Masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Hoping to have Michael Irvin hop on in just a minute. But in the meantime, I have more prop bets for you. Which will be higher? Taylor Swift live shots or Travis Kelsey catches in the game? Mm. You said Fred Warner's going to blanket that guy. Oh, really? Um, well, are you said, saying, oh, really, to the thing said that you Fred said? Warner is like, no, I didn't say he's going to. I said that they're going to throw a lot of different stuff at him. They're going to throw a lot of different looks at him. Fred Warner's too good of an athlete to not, not put on him occasionally. But this is one of those things where you, you kind of just throw a, a, about nine different looks his way throughout the game. I say... I say Taylor Swift shots. It's just too its too difficult to not, when he makes a play, go up to it. When you talk about music, go up to it. When you talk about Usher, how does she react to it? Usher, it's too Usher. easy for the directors to, to do it. Travis Kelsey. Okay, Travis Kelsey is the favorite. <laughs> so one and a half fine. to one on your money I'll if you want to bet on that. Yeah. Where will Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift? Where? That's right. This is a Super Bowl prop. That's right. So you're saying like on a vacation somewhere? Like oh, where? Oh, vacation is the heavy favorite. Where? However, where you if you think it will be on the field, oh. four, uh, four to one. If you think it'll be on the podium, five to one. Are they if that? If you think love? it'll be in the end zone, six to one. They're close, but you're still in very early stage of the stages of this. They don't see each other a lot, do they? Well, I mean, he, when he has his off season, we'll see if he's on tour with her a lot. Um, Kevin, Garland, Texas. Where's that? Where are the odds on that one? You know what? That, what? I would take that one. Yeah, Garland, bet, Texas. I bet they're playing at that place where they have the AEW shows. No, they're going to do it at the like A-Frame. That's where Taylor Swift will probably do it. They're going to do it at the yeah. A-Frame. Doesn't of Taylor have a concert at the Curtis Colwell Center <laughs> here coming it. up? Yeah. Oh, my God. They're going to do it at the, the on the border. That would be Garland so crazy. On the Northwest Highway. Now, I know you don't like these kind of prop bets, Mike, but this one's really good. Do you think Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, if they got married, would be – is the most popular marriage between an athlete and an, and somebody like famous like that? Is it Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio? Ooh, yeah, I could see that. Like that has to be the most popular celebrity marrying an athlete in Ooh, the history. I'm gonna of... have to think about that, but that obviously that was a humongous one. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Which do you think will be more? Oh, number of fumbles in the game. Or total hole-in-ones at the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Mm, they have that what? really short hole Bumbles over there. versus hole-in-ones. Fumbles. Yeah, it's yeah, it's more likely. Holes-in-one are very difficult. I played so a lot of golf. Fumbles. I'm not good at it, but holes-in-ones are really hard. All right. All right. Right now, we bring to you on the A number Uh-oh. one air hot Uh-oh. seat. It is the oh. man who won three Super Bowls, Dallas Cowboys icon. It is Michael Irvin. Hey. How are you, sir? What's up, guys? How you don't get everybody? your suits good from Joseph you, A. Banks, man. That's a good-looking <laughs> suit. Uh, <laughs> that is nice. No, 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 no. This don't come in from... Joseph A. Bank. I don't even know why we're giving him any love. With oh. me right here. You know what I'm saying? But 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 no, they don't fit quite right. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of mine are, you know what I'm saying? Custom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that means the name is on the chest, not nowhere in the collar. Mm. When we used to go on the planes, that's how we checked collar or chest. See, which co- collar or chest? Collar. Small, medium, and large. Off the rack. Chest. <laughs> yeah. It'll say exclusively made for 
the playmaker. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Collar or chest. So, so you go on which side? I know we got a lot of stuff to get to, but we have to start with one negative thing. It's another year. Yeah. No Darren Woodson in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. What the hell is the voters' problem? Well, first of all, you can probably put some of it on just us being who we are. America's team, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, all of that, and everybody knows there's a little bit of a bias there when when you're talking about the guys that they can hold off as long as they could before they let in. Darren Woodson, all-time leading tackler for the Dallas Cowboys. So how can you have others in but not the guy that did it better than all others in that in that area, you know what I mean? And it's not like he's coming in saying, well, I tackled a lot of people but didn't win any Super Bowls. He got some rings with them things. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He got some rings with them. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to get him in. He's got to get in. But it's, it's all about when we go, when we go, we talk about the guys that should be there. And we're talking around the guys that are voting. Like, dude, this guy should be in. And, and sometimes it takes a little longer than get to get him there. Look how long it took Drew Pearson. But this I say to thee, don't listen to anybody. When you get to that podium, Joy will be waiting. I didn't get there that first year. I got there the third year. Joy was still at the podium waiting for me. So when they get there, to be there. When Whitson get there. We but had- we did get two hurricanes in yesterday. <laughs> That is true. Let me that drop is- that in now. I want y'all to know I'm on a win-win. I mean, I've hurt for Woody, but, boy, I, I got two hurricanes in there. Yeah, Andre Johnson was always like, people were like, well, he's kind of on this. And I was like, no, nah, man. Right, that right. Was, he was when, when it changed. Dude. This, uh, this era changed. Right, right, right. He was part of the transition. And, and, and transition not only just on the field, even in the metamorphosing, in the, in, in the developing wide receivers. I was he came, he came in you know a little after me. I was remember I we had the big receiver and the fast receiver, and then I went back to University of Miami and somebody said they building them now. I said who? <laughs> they said them and pointed to Andre Johnson. They said there's no more big receiver on one side and the fast receiver on the other. They're building them. He's the big and fast receiver, and that's when I said, oh my God, this thing is changing, and and yeah. He was ahead. He was ahead of, of of his time too. Andre Johnson was a bad boy, so he deserves that. And Devin Hester was the greatest returner in the history of the game. So, so yeah, those two Hurricanes got in. So, Michael, we had Emmett on earlier with the guys in the morning, yeah. and obviously he's making headlines here because he's frustrated, mad at what happened to the Cowboys in the playoffs and he's airing out how he feels about that team i know you get to do that every day for a living how are you feeling about right now about a month later on this dallas cowboys team what do you mean i i I still feel the same pain that i felt when when that abomination hit the field in, in that playoff game why should I feel anything less? Everything around me reminds me of the damn pain. Why should I, I, am I supposed to heal in the midst of this? You know, every time I see this. I, my driver this morning that picked me up had on a cowboy's hat. Oh. We cried on the way to the studio together. Mm-hmm. I still ain't healed. So dirty, man, after this is over, when you start healing. 
we were we had a great shot at being here. Seriously, this was the year. You know, C.D. Lamb had taken off. We had an opportunity. We're putting up 40 points at home. That thing falls way, which falls in a way that you got the game at home, and 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 you let the youngest team come in and and, and take you out. That 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 that, that was a hard. That's a hard loss. Hard bounce back. What do you think about Demarcus Lawrence? saying we just got burned out it's a yeah, long I, I, season I the legs that. got tired I, I, that's going to happen every year then right I, but, but every year and what the hell do you mean y'all got burned out i i don't even know what that means mm. I, I really don't even know what that means that you got to say you, you're right here i always joke with people but jimmy used to tell us that all the time when you got when we turned that corner and we got into the playoffs you know he was like listen you got four weeks five weeks, wherever it was, to, to have what we all started after the gift. And he used to say this, excuse me, he said, I don't give a damn. We should all be able to hang from a tree by our to get this right here. You see what I mean? By our, the, 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 don't, you know what That's I'm how saying. Much you gotta it. It. Right. That's how much you got to want it. That's how much you got to want it. Y'all understand what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Yeah. If you're talking about hanging from a tree, and if somebody just whoop you, oh, don't do that. Don't go that way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But that's that. He was, he was serious with it. And that's what, how are you even talking about tired? Tired at this place is a mindset. It's not a physical place because everybody is tired and hurt. So, so being physical is your mindset, and that goes back to your will. They tie in together, your mindset and your will. So I go back to when I was a kid, I went to the Cowboys games for free because your first three years in the NFL, there were 20,000 empty seats at Texas Stadium almost every game, 88, 89, and 90. They weren't selling out. We would have to go to special places to watch home games if I didn't go because it wasn't on Mm. national TV. So you guys had to win. The Cowboys weren't the Cowboys in 88, 89. They were a nobody. It was Washington. It was New York on national television, not you guys. You guys had to work your butts off to become winners, to become relevant. I just wonder with this group of guys, they're the most popular players in the NFL. They're covered the most. You guys actually had to win to get people in the building to watch you. And, 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 and this is my concern all the time, all the time. It's do you have it because we're giving it to you or, or, or do you have this great gift, a great blessing because you've earned it and deserved it and want to make it right? I did a video after that game, and I said, I only want guys to understand. I don't own the Dallas Cowboys. It's not mine, but – my time playing was my time carrying the ball. Jerry always says it's about ownership, but it's the reality. It's the reality. It's like what Drew told me about number 88 when he gave it to me. If I did nothing with it, then it, it becomes nothing, you know. But now you take it and go do something and do better. Do your job. Drew, put a championship on the table. Put your damn championship on the table while you have it. They built it. We, in order to sustain it, you got to carry your part. And when you get the ball – your job is to put a championship on the table. You're saying it, and I concur, that they get all of these, all of the things that we worked so hard for, they get because social media has made everybody individual star. You know, Jimmy used to say, you want to be a star, that's fine. You want to make money, that's fine. You want to meet girls, that's fine. But as long as we focus on winning, everybody can get all that stuff. 
But if we focus on that individual stuff, we never get what we need. So, so, and they get all of this stuff without focusing on winning. So it's hard sometimes to just say, damn it, focus on winning. And then really, the stuff you think you got ain't going to be nothing to the stuff you will get. I need them to understand that. The, uh, we talked with Tony Pollard yesterday as well, and I just asked him about CeeDee Lamb and watching CeeDee Lamb practice. He said every week that CeeDee Lamb had a big game, you knew he was going to by Saturday because of the, his work during well, the worked, week. Right, you knew right, it was right, about right, to be big. Right. How proud of you are of what he accomplished and where his future is and, 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 and to that, I shall conclude with that. And that's a great next question because we talk about carrying the load as a team. This year, CD broke records and, 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 and go deeper. You know, we, we talk about it on our group text. I said, man, we're so happy and so proud of you. It is not him breaking my record. I don't see it this way. That's why when everybody says, would you retire your jersey for what? Why end it sitting his ass up there in the rafters? Let's keep this thing going. Like my, my, I, what I text the CD all year is, man, Adez, a, a, a Drew, when we all texted this, man, this is great, man. We, we talk about taking the numbers of new heights. You're not breaking my record. You're raising the level of the 88 club. We are as a group. And every time we hand it to the next man, we say take our ceiling and make it your floor. Go do better things with it. We need CD to get some Super Bowls right now. That's what we need. Bring that to the 88 club. We want him to give us some Super Bowls, and we told him this also, a Super Bowl MVP. 88 club never got one of them. I let us down in that area. <laughs> I should have got that one in Arizona. Next I'm level. Think about oh, that all the way. I should have got that one. One, <laughs> one of the big bits of news in the last couple of days. That vexes me. I made y'all laugh this time. But that, that, that really does vex me, man. God. Larry yeah. Brown got more yeah. open than you in those uh, games. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I let that. If I, would, if I wouldn't have gotten that pass interference call, and I don't know how he saw it. That, that one on Cornell Lake, that had given me the touchdown. There were one pass across the middle. All I needed was those two plays I could have easily gotten it because I'd had a touchdown to play across the middle. I think about that all the time, all the time, man. So I need CD to go and heal that pain by bringing that 88 to that area, an MVP and a Super Bowl. I know we need to talk about stunt. I want to get to that in just one second, but I also want to know, what are your thoughts about Mike Zimmer? Obviously, he was around for some of your tenure there. Right, He's right. back with the Cowboys as their defensive coordinator now. I, I, I like it. I really do because there's a mentality, and that's what we were just talking about. There's a will that was we were just talking about. And, and, and what we're saying is Zim can help understand this. Zim understands it because he was around before, and he can help deliver it um, um, due to what your responsibilities are. All year last year, we talked about complimentary football, right, mm -hmm. right, right. But we really never really played complimentary football. Let me tell you what I mean by that. You have a top five offense. Okay. You have a top five offense the last few years. Now, let's just play steady defense. Let's stop the run and make them matriculate the ball down the field. But we don't. We try to get to the quarterback. We try to pick six everybody. So we play high risk, high reward. So now we're putting our defense in tough spots with a high-powered offense and, and, and a defense that's high-risk, high-reward. Everybody else we had in there wanted to blitz the wing market. I like a Zim 
let's bring me a solid defense to go with a top five offense and we can win some games. And that's complimentary football right there. Talk with Michael Irvin right here on 105 Through the Fan, KRLD-FM. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. I I was really curious, if if you guys don't mind, what are your thoughts about Micah Parsons then when you talk about that high-risk, high-reward? Because there started to be some rumblings about, does he bring the heat every single day? Does he bring the heat in practice? You guys, let us not do this. Let us not do this. As this thing goes on, we, we, we stay on players, players like Michael Parsons is a bad man. We are not watching Michael Parsons go against one dude every play. Every, as you go deeper and deeper into the season or deeper and deeper in the playoffs, they're going to put some bad men around them, and they're going to put two guys around, three guys around. We need other guys to step their ass up and make some plays. I don't want to hear about Michael Parsons needs to be double teams and triple teams. No, somebody else got to make some plays around here. That's the reality. Michael Parsons does great. This man's a three-time All-Pro, and we're trying to squeeze more blood out of him. He's giving us some. Some of these other jokers got to step up and make some plays. That's the problem. And I, I'm serious with that. On, uh, at least up front, step up and let's make some plays. Let's stop this run. The thing I worry about being a former pitcher, and I know you're a way better football player than I was, is now the mental part of the game is I think about the Buffalo Bills when Emmett ran the ball in the y'all's third championship. That demoralized Buffalo, and it brought back all the bad thoughts in their mm-hmm. head. And so now that they've lost to San Francisco twice, they've got blown out by Green Bay. When they make the playoffs next year, because I think that's a playoff team the Cowboys have, right. all of those mental things are going to be in their head right. of every time we get to this situation, we play our worst football. Right, right. And, and now, and since you brought back the same coach, the same coach who stepped up there and said, we were ready. So now I ain't got juice. I don't get extra juice on this side. You got to try to find me some extra juice on the other side. What do I mean by extra juice on the other side? You go get me one that has and maybe one that hasn't so I can have that hunger. Let me give you a go – go find me a Derrick Henry who hasn't won a Super Bowl championship who has that hunger and wants to bring it around the guys and say, man, I want to do it. I want to be and, and show you what it takes. And then go get me an old guy that maybe has done it, did to give me something. I don't know if you could probably wear Mike Evans or somebody like that, a big guy that can give me a, 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 a area code receiver. Mm. So when Dak's feeling shaky, throw it up to the big dude. Stop trying to make these perfect throws. Baker Mayfield has relied, has re, revived his career with a guy like Mike Evans, what I call an area code receiver. Because when he gets shaken, there you go, big fella. He caught 13 of those for Baker Mayfield last year. Now we got the playmaker right here on 105.3 The Fan. New Endeavor stunt, first major social media platform for sports content and real-time fan engagement. Right. Like, what does that mean to you? But... Okay, now listen, you know, for social media, we've already talked about how it has blown people up and everything and how everybody get crazy about it, you know. And I love going on talking sports just because I love talking sports. The reality is when you get on talking sports, they want to talk about everything else. Damn it, man. I got to relive everything else <laughs> all the time. I got to hear about the, the president, I ain't talking about Biden. I'm talking about my White House. Yeah. That's why I got to start here about all of this. No, I just want to talk sports. That's what I get over on stunt. You know what I mean? We're just talking sports. And a lot of things, Sam, too. 
even in, in sports. We all get it. You have an opinion about sports, and then they want to put you on this side of the political world or that side of the political world. Wait a minute. How did – I'm talking about the team. You you talking about red, blue, conservative. Get out of here with all of that. I just want to talk sports and all the things that go on around sports. That's where we get that done. The website, thestunt.com, or you can download the app. It's Stunt, S-T-U-N-T, with a fire emoji Let's, for the U if you want to go check it out. Michael Irvin, thank you very, very much. Good, Thank sir. you, guys, man. It's always great yeah. to chop it up with you guys, man. Yes, sir. And I always listen when I'm home. Thank you. Go! When I'm home. <laughs> now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.